go. funny i've never i haven't heard that i only heard that song recently i came across it something like a year ago and everyone i show it to is like that thing's been around for like 30 40 50 years or when it was ever was created but it's yeah that song's amazing as it should be iconic and everything welcome to a true heart podcast uh, episode five i believe it is number five wow this is uh david this is alex and we are coming to you live from, well, my kitchen, I suppose. But it's a very nice kitchen. It's green and brown and everything. Green and brown. That's, yes. And um, I was actually thinking about that song, Imagine. Um, you know, it's creating the perfect world. Imagining what the perfect world is like and then taking steps to create that. And that's one of the major things I try to do with my life is to try to, to create the best world that I can around me. And that's why um, this weekend we did some volunteering. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we did this uh, local event in Tampa. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Naui Gasp Our Beads, which is a... So you know, um, if you're from the Tampa area, we have Gasparilla, which is basically pirate Mardi Gras. Um, it was a an event started in, I believe, the 1600s when the pirates first came to Florida. Yep. And, you know, they settled in here in Tampa. We're huge pirate buffs. So why not have a year long or a yearly commemoration of when the pirates settled on Tampa Bay? Well, and it's become like almost a month long celebration with, you know, the Gasparilla Music Festival, the kids Gasparilla Fest, uh, you know, parade. I used to live on Bayshore Boulevard, so I've done way too many Gasparillas. (laughs) But yeah, so we went and volunteered and we got to clean up. Not only the beads, but we also got to clean up all the trash. So that it really was an environmental effort. Well, and the thing is, like when she mentions the beads, so in this month-long celebration of drunken debauchery, which really is the best kind of debauchery, is the drunken type. I mean, otherwise, why bother? There's a lot of side effects that no one ever sees. A lot of unintended costs, with you know, trash all over the place, trash washing up on the shores, beads all over the place, which you wouldn't think that that necklace of beads that you're holding your hand does a lot, but the majority of them are created with plastic. And if you've ever thrown plastic into the river, which, I mean, who hasn't? I mean... uh, A lot of people haven't, David. Well, I haven't, but, (laughs) I mean, it's not... I mean, if I mean, I think a lot of people would make a cognizant effort not to throw trash into the river. Oh, if it was an accident, maybe. Well, that's what but I'm talking yes, about. Yeah, yeah. I'm. No one ever wakes up at five a.m. in the morning and starts chucking beers <laughs> into the water because why not? We're here. <laughs> but um, you know, you wake up sometimes. I mean, you, you know, you don't think about it, and usually, a lot of our pollution, a lot of the litter, is just negligence. I mean, 
you know, the trash can's like an extra five feet away or an extra 20 feet away. It's just easier just to throw the beads off the boat. Well, or... in, in this case, with the beads, the beads get thrown into the water by accident. Yeah. Because they're being thrown off of the floats that go down through. So l- we want to make it very clear. Tampanians in general are not dirty people. This What's is Tampanian. I've never heard of Tampanian. Yeah. yeah. My mom says tampons. But yeah, tampons. Tampanian. Tampanians. Ooh, sounds very, sounds like its own little culture. Uh-huh. Tampanian. Yes. Huh. Fun. Yes. But yeah, so in this case, in particular, they're being thrown off of the floats, and it is an accident. For I'm going to say, overall, it's an accidental. Probably it's probably yeah. that, or it's just other. Cons- you know, it's like you're in the middle of partying with your friends. Who doesn't think just to, to? Well, no, you have them on your neck. Well, I understand that. I've never. So thrown- yeah. So the only thing is, is that if you're trying to catch them and you miss them, they go into the water. So yeah, and you know, you don't think about it, but you know, a hundred people doing that once every day. You know, once a day, twice a day, three times a day, you know, and (laughs) it's hard to quantify that, but here's an easy quantification. So there was a group, the group that went out there, I mean, there were six, six boats that I'm aware of. Each boat had about four to five divers, plus land crew, plus organizers and photographers, and combined... We pulled out 2,000 bees and, what was it, 1,500 pounds of trash? I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and so what I was doing is there's a rocky, jagged edge along the shoreline. And I walked on all, I walked on the jagged rocks in my bare feet. shoes, because, hello. Eh. Okay, 550 pounds of beads. 2,000 trash collected during Gaspard Beads cleanup. 2,000 pieces of trash. Yep. Yes, and that's... we 2,000 pounds of trash. Yeah, that's what I said. No, 2,000 pounds of trash, 550 pounds of beads. That's incredible. Yeah, it actually is. And we're just citing our sources, which is one thing that's important to do in a... uh, Yeah, this came from News Channel 8, so... And so the cool thing is, when we're working with these groups that... They quantify how much trash is being put in the ocean, how much in their in our Tampa Bay. One of the groups we worked with was uh, a Next Level Dive Club. Oh yeah, and um, what happens is we give that to like the state governments, the, the local governments, the federal governments, and they start gathering that data for you know when like, stuff to help maybe facilitate um, cleanups, facilitate curbing our environment. Yep. Conf- curbing the, yep. the yeah, trash so they, and everything. They actually use the data to see to see how the trash is. To be honest with you, I was expecting less trash. Um, mm. There was a lot, which is kind of saddens me. David and I went down to Davis Island. Um, my job really, really was to document everything via photography. I have a Nikon D7500. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? It's just like the make and model of the camera. It's a nice camera. It is a nice camera. It's just funny. Well, you're laughing at me. Just that. Whatever. I, you know, documenting everything um, regarding, you know, in regards to photography. So I was taking all the pictures. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah, she did a really good job, too. Yeah, I have a I have a new Nikon. I like it a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of mastering it, but it's, it's a lot of fun. So, um, and David did a lot of the cleanup 
in regards to getting down and dirty in those jagged rocks oh, she yeah. was talking about. When you're like when you're walking on those jagged rocks and you're doing it barefoot and it's funny like you know, He you, shouldn't have been doing it barefoot. Yeah, it's just a little bit of blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because it's funny, actually, I stepped on some, um, I stepped on a, some broken glass that was on the rocks by accident. You didn't tell me this. I would, I, because I don't want you freaking out. Mm, I'll just freak out now. Yeah, you know. It's okay. You're fine. You have all your toes. <laughs> For now. <laughs> Only one is a little green. <laughs> Nothing happens if your toe turns green, right? <laughs> no, no. It's just chlamydia or gonorrhea. Or gangrene. It's probably chlamydia. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And then, um... Actually, the coolest thing happened, too. So there was this uh, stingray that was turned upside down, and it looked like it wasn't moving, and everyone thought it was dead. And, you know, so we picked up the, we picked up the stingray, and literally, it just started moving again. Yeah, well, it was upside down, and they flipped it around, and yeah, that was, they saved this baby stingray. It was stuck in the rocks. That was super awesome. But tell them about the other thing. There's a lot about of About the shark. Things. I didn't see the shark. What happened? So, well, they posted it on the Next Level Diet Club, um, but I guess somebody thought it was a fake shark, mm-hmm. and they threw it in their car, and it was a lot. It was a formerly dead, uh, live shark. Was it still alive and died in the car? No, no, it it died previously, but it was about three and a half, four feet long. I mean, oh, wow. it wasn't like, all right, maybe that's maybe that's too big. I would say maybe maybe one and a half, two feet long, but it was it was not. Was it, was it plushy? No, no. I mean, she thought it was like a plastic shark. Fascinating. But it was a real shark. That's right. We have that sharks in dead. Tampa Bay. It was little. Oh wow. Well, that's groovy. Yeah. So that was fun. That was that was a really good time. We volunteered our time. Uh, we cleaned up Davis Island. And you know, one of the great things, you know, everyone, you know, for volunteering, everyone thinks it's just once you give, you're just doing something great for the environment, which is true. I mean, yeah, you know, help out the world and be the change you want to be. Gandhi said that, but it also really does. It actually is good for you too. It benefits. There's actually a Harvard study that says 2015 that says it's actually good for you overall. But the key to volunteering in order for it to be beneficial to you health wise is you have to do it with the true intent of helping others and not for any intent or any ulterior motive of helping yourself. I've never helped anyone. um, A lot of people do it. Really? Yeah, there's always a, people, a lot of people have ulterior motives. I've never actually deviously volunteered. I've, yeah, a lot of a lot of people volunteer to get name recognition. Um, there's um, also there's also tax benefits. Are there? Oh yeah. I should claim some. <laughs> oh god! See, that's not going to no. help you. Oh, I, I failed the I failed the Harvard. Yeah, you failed the Harvard. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yes, but no, because what it does is, hey, first of all, it's a great day out in the sun, or most, you know, okay, or it wherever. was hot as heck. Yeah. Um, you were soaked in sweat. But it was soaked in good sweat. It was, yeah. It was like good cholesterol. That was a long day overall. It was fun, though. But it's, when you volunteer for something, first of all, the physical benefits, I mean, you're out there for an hour or two, I don't see more than three, but let's just say an hour, why not? Well, it's, also, well, let's be a little careful, because not all volunteering is physical. Well, you're still doing some, even if you're sitting writing, even if you're... Yeah, but the point is, is that let's not, well, you know, yeah. let's not siphon everything oh, to, I was, I was to gonna, volunteering, oh, to was, volunteering physically. Oh, I was going to, to break it off and everything. Okay. So even if you're just going to physically volunteer, or even if you're just going to like sit down and write something, or if you're going to sit down and like just read something to an old lady, or <laughs> if you're going to just walk a dog or whatever, 
there's still a physical component to it. And it's, it's when you're doing something just on a physical level, it's, it, your body kind of just, it releases a lot of toxins. It, you, re- you, you relax. You produce endorphins. Yeah. Serotonin. Yeah. And on a mental level, you actually, it makes you feel more connected. You feel more at peace because when you do something and you see the, the benefits of your work, and there's actually a few studies that I've, that I've researched as well doing this, but when you can look at something, even if it's something as small as picking up trash or reading to an old lady or driving somebody some food, somebody who needs something, and you see the, the, the effects of what you just did, there's an immediate boost to... Yeah, a mood boost. Yes. Yeah. And even on a social slash spiritual level, when you're connected to everyone around you... Yeah, and you're all working for the greater good. Oh, yeah. No, that's... it's. And we met some cool people... Oh, yes. Because this is not my first time volunteering. I think it's our first time volunteering together, isn't it? No, we no. did We did a um, another dive thing. Uh, most of my volunteering is either for environmental causes or for human trafficking. Right, for the diving. Yes. To, well, we don't dive for human trafficking, but that's <laughs> that's another thing I work with. Well, and for me, I do a lot, a lot with the animals. Oh, so. she does, yes. And, um, yeah, no, I, I, and we've met some really awesome people. In fact, actually, it's funny. We actually met... Um, an artist who works at a an erotica art museum in Miami. Who doesn't work there? She has art there. But yes, she's right. Yeah, and uh, this th- this artist has art in the Miami Erotica Art Museum, one of the famous museums in Miami. Yes, uh, she is uh, you know extremely famous, and we met her, and it was a really cool thing. Yeah, so like some of her work, um, you know, she paints golden asses. Um, yeah, no, like, she, like, so, one of the, <laughs> okay, I think it was referred to as golden butt. But what? <laughs> oh, no, but it's like, she, she, paints... let's not go into too much detail here. This is a family show. Oh, it is a family show. And you just said ass on it. You so did you. Okay, so what I was going to talk about, if you wanted to talk about something, was the, uh, the mannequins. So she takes mannequins and then she she paints. Um, she has like a whole like Eve with a snake, um, very beautiful, very sensual, um, very respectful, um, in my opinion, to um, especially to the women form. Um, but you know, it's it, it was a really neat thing to learn about. Um, you know, um, I I love art um, in all of its form. I actually studied it in college, so I'm a huge art history fan. And um, very respectful of art. So David and I had a lot of fun learning about that and seeing her seeing her work. Oh, and we're actually heading to Miami this coming weekend. Oh, yeah. No, we're actually heading down there to do... Um, well, basically, we're going to go walk around. Actually, we're going to go see her work over at the Erotic Museum. Yeah. Well, we're actually... We're bringing True Heart to Miami. So mm-hmm. True Heart's hitting the road. We are. And, um, yep, we're heading to Miami. Um, we're, uh, we're also going with... Uh, you know, we're going with some friends... And uh, we are, yeah, we're going to be checking out the art, checking out just everything. Uh, Miami's kind of interesting because that's kind of where David and I uh, kind of started our relationship in Miami. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. She yelled at me for a good few hours and I lit candles in the room. I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. I guess it all worked out. Right? Yeah, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> Almost a year later. <laughs> yeah. 11, 11 months this month. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Time flies, doesn't it? Time flies. Wow. So it actually, so we're going to start changing too, like the, like not changing, but like for, <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> but um, 
so we're doing we're still doing some research on some topics too for the podcast and you know we're researching locations we're researching places and topics and we're the, and I'd, we're never one to just throw out information just to throw out half fresh half cocked ideas because that ruins the the concept of everything that ruins yeah, the but quality. I think, it's, I think it's good to kind of tell them where we're venturing out. Oh, of course. But what I'm saying is, you're gonna in the next few podcasts, in the next few episodes, you know, we're gonna start. Pro, we're gonna start going into. We're gonna know, start diff- broadcasting outside of where we live in Ruskin. Mm-hmm. I think we've got, uh, like I said, we've got Miami coming up, and then we've got the Don Cesar. Yes. Which is, you know, an amazing resort. So we've got some awesome things coming up. And part of like the part of the life coaching concept, at least through my life coaching concept, is exploring the world and having the world a part of you. So we're going to, when we go to these places, we're going to be exploring the core of these places on a spiritual, on a mental, on a physical, um, even on a cultural level, honestly. Because there's a lot you can learn every place, even if it's a block up the road, two blocks, a mile, an hour. Well, you know how distances work. Um, and we're going to be starting to, you know, present stuff like that on this podcast. Yeah. Because it's honestly, it's all part of being your truest self is understanding all of these cultures, understanding all these places, understanding what makes these places tick. And then taking in those parts that work for you to make it your own. Well, and also David and I strongly believe in the healing power of not only travel, but also of of um, of exactly what David was saying, of being present where you are. Mm. Um, and I think that's, you know, very important. I mean, how many of us have just gone 20 minutes up the road and felt like we're in a different area, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. Um, and then we've got the keys after that. Yeah, we do, and uh, we're actually going for another world Guinness record. Re- a world Guinness record. Well, you're going for your second, <laughs> and I'm going for my first. Yes, and if there's any places, any topics, anything you guys want to talk about, just keep reaching out to us. I mean, we we love yeah. the contact, we love connecting with the people. So, yeah, if there's anything y'all want to talk about, is there anything you want to know, anything, any places you want us to visit, any new adventurous places yeah let me know because if i haven't put my life in danger at least once per thing then i'm not doing it right that's true yep no and we're also working on um our brand as well i mean like right now we're actually getting our intros we're getting our logos we're actually gonna have a website soon so you know once that's set up in the next few weeks months you know however long it takes to to get everything perfect come visit us yep working with verbal 13 marketing on that Sure, um, sure, arm. <laughs> sure, How, arm. I'm a pirate, arm. <laughs> that is so funny. So, you know, as always, um, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.